there's something very distinct about the panic of trying to catch your breath. I remember learning to swim as just a little guy and jumping off of, of a very small diving board into the middle of what I felt like was a gigantic pool and then struggling for breath as I slowly doggy paddled my way to the edge where I could get my head above water. And it's amazing the relief that finally comes from being able to catch our breath. So right now, would you just pause and take a deep breath in through your nose and let it out through your mouth. And now there are a few things that just happen biologically, filling our lungs with oxygen. It's just a good thing. It, it promotes blood flow to the rest of our bodies. But taking a deep breath also has physiological effects. When we take a deep breath, it calms our nerves. It can alleviate anxiety. It can enhance our ability to focus and to pay attention, and it can even relieve pain. In Genesis chapters 1 and 2, we see the presence of God, His Spirit. In, in the Hebrew, it's His Ruach, hovering over the expanse of the unformed universe, bringing life to all things. And then when the breath of God fills up human beings, it brings them to life. And the word breath and spirit in this place are the same Hebrew word. Both of them are ruach, God's breath, his life-giving personal presence. This is the spirit of God. Just as taking a deep breath fills us with vital energy and life, the breath of God or his spirit is the source of all life and joy and even peace itself. There's a story in the Bible, in one of the books about the kings of Israel, where a prophet of God needs to catch his breath. Elijah was a compelling messenger of God's word, and he had just come off of a spectacular demonstration of God's power over and against the pagan prophets of a false deity called Baal. He's now on the run after that spectacular display, and he's under threat from a queen who didn't like that her prophets were just humiliated publicly. He's despairing of life, he's exhausted in the wilderness, he's hungry and he's stressed out beyond belief. And then God meets Elijah, gives him a meal, and then Elijah walks 40 days through the wilderness to Mount Horeb, which is the mountain of God. And there the Spirit of God, his Ruach, comes to Elijah in a stunning way. Here's the story of this encounter in 1 Kings chapter 9. Suddenly, the word of the Lord came to Elijah in a cave as he was sleeping. And there the voice of God said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he replied, I've been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, but the Israelites have abandoned your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I'm the only one left, and now they're looking for me to take my life. Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the Lord's presence. And at that moment, the Lord passed by. A great and mighty wind was tearing at the mountains and was shattering cliffs before the Lord, 
but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a still, small voice, a soft whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face with his jacket, went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And then suddenly the voice of God came to him and said, Elijah, what are you doing here? God's voice, his presence, came in the breath, in the quiet whisper. This time, it was in the ordinary, not in the spectacular. Elijah had come out of the cave. He had to get close, scary close, in order to hear God's voice. Could it be that God at times, maybe even most of the time, God speaking his word to us in a whisper, through his ruach, and to hear it, to really hear it, we must learn to slow down, get quiet and still, and lean in. As I enter now into a posture of prayer, I pause to be still, to breathe deeply and slowly, to gather my scattered attention and senses and center all of them now on the presence of God, His Ruach, who is closer to me than my own breath. Ever-present God, as I draw near to you, would you draw near to me? I quiet myself now and listen for your gentle whisper. Loving God, at a time when so many are troubled and overwhelmed by anxiety and fear for the future, I pray for someone I know by name right now and ask that you would speak comfort with the gentle whisper of your kindness. As I return to the passage once more, I ask that you open my heart to yield to your will and to hear your word clearly. Then the Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the Lord's presence. At that moment, the Lord passed by, and a great and mighty wind was tearing at the mountains and was shattering the cliffs before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, the ground shook and there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire burning, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a voice, a soft and gentle whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his jacket and he went out and stood at the entrance to the cave. And then suddenly a voice came to him and said, Elijah, what are you doing here? 
Father, sometimes the way you speak to us is by posing a question. For Elijah, you asked, what are you doing here? To Adam in the garden, you asked, where are you? To the disciples, you asked, what do you want me to do for you? I pause now to ask God, what question are you asking me today? Lord, in the midst of the earthquake, fire, and storm, I put my trust in you and I yield to your quiet, searching voice. I open my heart to your questions and to your answers today. Father, help me to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, teach me to love others the way that you love me. Spirit, help me to love the lost in all I do and say. Amen. This has been a production of Gospel Community Church. I'm Brenton Lehman, and I'm the teaching and discipleship pastor at our Rivermont congregation. And if you like what you hear, then please subscribe to our podcast and give us your comments. If you want to reach out to us directly, then you can email us at info at gospelcc.org.